Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. FM 104, Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Thumbs up, music station, FM Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by Matt from Tebby Rex. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, Louise. How are you getting on? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. No worries, thank you very much for having me on. So you guys have released a brand new single, Dead Man 2. We have indeed dropped it out last Wednesday there. Very exciting. Was it nice to get it out and get people hearing it? Yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 always an exciting thing. It's always a fun a fun thing to drop. Uh, mm-hmm. So we've been dropping a few singles this year, and um, it's always equally stressful as it is fun and exciting, uh, because there's not much else going on, Louise. Not going to lie to you <laughs> in terms of music right now. So all you can really do is enjoy your release day and uh, make the most of it. This is the thing. How did you find the last year? Like, were you kind of, I suppose, like a lot kind of waiting, holding off? Maybe this will be over in two weeks, and then kind of start to release things. Or how did you guys approach it? You know, it's it's really funny. Like we were, we had dr- finished an album and released that at the end of 2019, and mm-hmm. we were due to do a US and UK tour in March 2020. Uh, and literally, as we were, mm-hmm. I think I was I was over in the US and I was flying back, and I was meant to come back to go to Texas for South by Southwest mm-hmm. in the first week of March. And on the flight back, I got a text saying, "Yeah, no, uh, the tour is off. COVID, uh, COVID, the real thing. Uh, so <laughs> you guys can't do that anymore." So we have been boxed in. All all tours have been gone. All gigs have been gone. And we kind of wondered, should we? you know hold off on making music and should we should we mm-hmm. wait until all this is over or do we just keep Ireland through with the plan as scheduled and we decided just to keep going and just keep getting the music out there and hopefully there'll be fruits at the end of it yeah because that's kind of disappointing when you have this big tour planned and everything's ready to go and then suddenly it's like no this ain't happening yeah oh, it, was, it was it was it was really solid Christmas because it's our favorite thing to do I think mm. the best part of being a musician is performing but um it could have been worse you know we're, we're okay we're living through it and uh, so that's not too bad at all and it just means it gave us more time to focus on making really good content instead and making sure mm-hmm. that we kind of um just really really have a brand new kind of fresh set for when things do uh, do kind of clear off and you have been busy because you've been doing live stream gigs as well haven't you Oh, so many, so many. I've, I've been singing to a screen for too long. <laughs> <laughs> how does, how does that imagine. feel? Because I know you were saying, oh, you love doing the gigs, but it must be kind of a different kind of gig. Yeah, it's not the same. It's really not the same. Like, you, it's it's one thing singing to a to a crowd of sweaty people mm-hmm. that having a great time. There's one thing singing into your laptop screen, um, which just is not the, not the same idea at all. We have done some cool ones. Uh, I think when you get more creative with them, we started to figure out what works in a live stream. That was fun. Like we did a like a live breakfast show from our manager's house where we kind of oh, had radio cool. mic and we're roaming around the house performing and that kind of thing. We had the drummer in there and a, the guitarist and the DJ was there as well. So it kind of was a bit more um, interesting to watch and perform as mm-hmm. opposed to just 
me behind the laptop with the guitar, you know? Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, because, you know, because I suppose as an artist, I've never sang on stage. I think I might die. But as an artist, <laughs> you must feed off the people in front of you and around you as well. This is it, because like we obviously we, we released a, kind of an EP last year as well. Yeah. Kind of during at the start of COVID. Um, and we have no idea of those songs, which kind of hits best for the crowd. We don't know what our, mm-hmm. our crowd pieces are there. Same with the new stuff we're releasing now. We can take an educated guess as to what might go down well with people. But realistically, we have no idea what works live and what doesn't at yeah. the moment. With your music, would you normally kind of give it a road test? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. We were always big advocates for just doing as many gigs as we could just to test different things and see what works and just kind of hone in on what, what what's good and what's not. Because when we started, Louise, we were very bad. <laughs> we were not good <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, so we kind of had to practice and see how, how I should need to move on stage, how things need to sound. Um, and kind of just sync up with each other as well as a duo on stage with a yeah. the DJ there too. Um, and then we're adding other elements like having the drummer there more often and that kind of thing. I'm picking back up the electric guitar a little bit for certain songs too. So it's um, it's definitely dynamic and we just need to figure out what what looks and works best at the moment. And you seem super creative because you, you tend to dip in and out of different genres. And I know kind of music has gone that way anyway, recently more so, I think. But do you enjoy doing that as well? Yeah, I mean, we always kind of make music um, as per the genres we're listening to at the time. Mm-hmm. Um so what, what it's kind of whatever we're into and I think you can kind of hear that come through in the music when we're working on different things what's kind of popping through like at the moment I know Max has been really into things like Kay Flay and mm-hmm. Lauren Hibbard and a few different artists like that and they've really had a big impact on, on our music um, for this album in particular and I don't think there's really any rules anymore like before it was like you're either you know hip hop or you're a pop or you're I don't think there's those rules anymore there doesn't seem to be the lines there anymore Nah, you can feel free to blur the lines as much as it's possible. Nice, really. I think yeah. that's nice as well. I think you don't want to kind of get too much into the pocket of just rap as well. You can do so much with it. There's 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 a lot of options there. Yeah. Um, and we just love so many different styles. I think why not dip into them and use them and have fun with them on stage? Absolutely. And I saw that you guys also your song appeared on Normal People's soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Paul Meskel giving us the shout. No, <laughs> why not? Going forever. Um, yeah, we were delighted with that. That was that was a great show, and that was really kind of the savior of COVID for us. That kind of kept <laughs> us, um, kept us moving. Was seeing us um, in normal people, and then hearing like the Kardashians listening to the soundtrack and that kind of stuff. I'm like, did Kanye hear our song? Is that is that Ooh, what happened? He's there um, sitting drinking his coffee with you guys in the background. <laughs> yeah, listen to Men Are Trash booming through his TV. Yeah, <laughs> but you must have gotten like a new kind of audience through that as well. We did. We did get an uptake because I think Hulu um, and a few other of the groups that put on that show made playlists on Spotify and made those kind of things. And mm-hmm. then I think Paul Meskel made um, like Cunnell's picks and that kind of stuff okay, on Spotify. Okay. So they picked a few of our songs that went on the soundtrack and they put those in those playlists as well. So it, got, it really did get us a good kind of global uptake there as well with that. Nice. And you have a second album in the works we do indeed we do indeed so we announced it uh it's gonna be okay is the name of the album so very very supportive guys of, of the current times um <laughs> but yeah that's gonna be out towards the end of the year won't won't give any uh dates as of yet that's but okay. uh it's coming out in, in the next in the next while what was what was it like putting that together um yeah it was a bit messy at times um mm. obviously with the the restrictions going up and down the whole mm-hmm. time we didn't we had to kind of have to cancel a lot of stuff. We had to come back to a lot of stuff. We even tried to do sessions over Zoom and that kind of thing, which was a logistical nightmare. Mm-hmm, um, I can imagine. Yeah, it was, it was tricky because you want to keep everyone safe and we all have to follow these guidelines, etc. So kind of 
cancelling studio sessions then pushing back timelines and stuff was uh was was not fun and then as well trying to get the video content together for these these music yeah some of these music videos was was sticky too but you're so good with the the imagery and the creativeness behind it as well for you know the likes of visuals yeah i think i think big shout out to uh, to max for that on max coins a lot Amazing. of our, our visual ideas and concepts um he's a he's a lover of wes anderson and all things movies mm-hmm. so you might see some inspirations in there but he comes up with some really really nice visual uh, representations of the music it's really cool it must be like it really i suppose spells out a story for your music it's really cool yeah i think it needs to complement it i think yeah. a lot of music videos are, are really good for vibes and they look aesthetically very pleasing but it's really something special when you can get the video to compliment the song and tell a story with it. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai.